Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. As ever, I'm in the studio with Gutman Jack Ball. Hello. Mr. Emotional Baron Cross. Hello. And I'm the Statman David Monday. And we, we've done this a few times this season. We, we have to do it again. We come into a podcast thinking to ourselves, well, is the Premier League season even, is that even still on? Yeah, we, haven't, we haven't had any football that is remotely exciting for, for a very long time. Um, yeah, and, and of course, the flip side of that is we haven't had to worry about forfeits. Yeah, that <laughs> is the one positive. So that's nice. that is a bonus. Um, but I mean, let's dive straight into the international break. We always kind of talk about what we've done over the international break. Because I, I think it sort of makes a really good point about the fact that the international break is quite boring. That when I when I ask you the question, did you actually watch any of the football? Generally speaking, you both say no. I watched about ten minutes of the second leg of the Northern Ireland game, and then my housemate came home, and I had to pick and choose what games I watched, so I turned that off. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, no, I've really watched very little of. I've not been watching England friendly. I think they're playing Brazil. Tonight or Tuesday night, recording this Tuesday afternoon, and I don't think I'll be watching that either. So, yeah, very little. I uh, I watched probably majority of the England Germany match. Uh, I was staying in Bradford, of course, because uh, we were following Argyle on a Saturday. So I was in the hotel. So I was a bit of a captive audience, to be honest. It wasn't a great deal else to do. So I thought <laughs> in the background, to be honest. So saw parts of that, but predictably didn't do anything to boost, <laughs> boost my enthusiasm for the game. Well, I'm not surprised that none of you were too, too excited. We have got the quiz to come later, but I do actually have a question right now to see if any of you know the answer to this. How many goals have there been over the last six World Cup qualifiers? So exclude friendlies, just games that were qualifiers for World Cups. Over the last six games, how many goals were scored across those six games? Two? I know it's not been many. So you've gone for two. What are you saying, Baron? Four. The answer is zero. Literally yes. all six of them were nil-nil. So it was um, really? you know, Italy, Sweden... Um, Northern Ireland in their game Switzerland then you got um, of course Australia against Honduras was 0-0 Peru against New Zealand was 0-0 and there was a couple others as well all six of them 0-0 so I mean the international break hits a new low Um, and of course all the other games are friendly so again much like Premier League football players who cares you know Harry Kane clearly doesn't care Raheem Sterling clearly doesn't care Phil Jones clearly cares. I don't know if you noticed his. I didn't watch the game, but his his uh, block with his head was was classic Phil Jones. It wasn't was quite. It? it wasn't quite like cl- crawling along the floor and making a slight tackle with his face. Yeah. But it was. You know, he he had to, had to kind of duck and head the ball off the line. I think it was from uh, Leroy Sane actually. It was, it was it was very impressive, and then he injured himself obviously because he's Phil Jones and yes. he does nothing else. It's, um, it's worth just pointing out. That I'm quite glad that England weren't in the playoffs. So I'm quite glad there was no game that really meant much for England mm-hmm. fans. Yeah, that's definitely true. Because I mean. Italy have gone and shown people that qualification is not given for teams who have been at the World Cup for 60 years. So, I mean, while it wasn't that exciting, I suppose, you know, at least there was something interesting to read about Italy not getting to the World Cup. Pasta la vista, I think they're calling it. But, hey, you know. But that's the whole point. I can tell from your faces that you're so bored of talking about the international break. So let's, let, let's, let, let's move on and talk about our fantasy Premier League teams with that sort of in mind. Obviously... A few injuries kind of crop up. My mm. next question to you is: Nightmare, How many it? yellow and red flags do you guys have, or how how is it kind of fluctuated? Because obviously, over that sort of period, someone goes, "Oh, I'm injured," and then they get a yellow flag, and then when it turns out they're just lying because they don't want to play for their country, it goes away again. But well, the whole point is, it, it peaks and drops, doesn't it? It was, so, it was a bizarre situation. We all talked about it when Pochettino came up before the international break yeah. really started, saying he would be fit for the Arsenal game. Um, but I've got two players that are definitely out. I've got Sh- uh, Schindler, who's obviously suspended oh, for Huddersfield. And I've also got Shalaba for Watford, who's 
He's been out for, yeah, he's been out for a long time, but I've, I've, he's just always been, I've always had more important things to do. Yeah. So, as far as I'm aware, I've not got my phone to hand. I, I think there's no one be. because of the, this latest. I mean, there's still a few games left to go. Yeah. Uh, when you're listening to this podcast, there won't be quite as many, but obviously, with Tuesday night, there'll be a few, there's a few more friendlies and whatever. But that's quite impressive that you've only got, that you actually haven't been affected by it, other than um, Kane, obviously. Yeah, um, but I mean, is he, is he yellow? He's no, still he's yellow. He's clear now. Uh, oh, is he clear? Yeah, oh, right, okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's interesting you've mentioned Pochettino's comments because me and Baron were just talking uh, before we went on air about the, the weird timeline of after Pochettino's like, oh, yeah, he's fine. He said that like two days after mm. Kane pulls out the squad. Southgate then the next day says, well, the England physios looked at him and they confirmed to me 100% that he wasn't fit to play um, against Germany or Brazil, which would suggest that he wouldn't if Spurs are playing on a Tuesday night this week he wouldn't play in that so mm. why is he going to play on Saturday and, and basically Southgate said if Pochettino wants to take a risk on Kane then he'd be my guest and then obviously it's like well okay well, someone's lying here. call me cynical though but I still think that if, I, if, oh God, if England had <laughs> had a playoff game to play I think Kane would have been yeah, yeah, yeah probably right. I, mean, I reckon protecting him and it's a bit of a convoluted way of sort of making England and Spurs look good but I think in the end I think, you know, he's probably had a bit of a knock against Palace, but yeah, nothing yeah. too serious. No, he's obviously exactly. had that entire time now to rest, and they can manage him as they wish. England didn't really need him, did they? It's two oh, friendlies, no. and I think he'll be fine for a big, sort of massive derby. It's responsibility, isn't it? It's some responsibility over someone's career and someone. Yeah, yeah, and Southgate said that, didn't he? Yeah. Know? So there we go. Obviously, you mentioned Kane is not a problem anymore. Yes. So I had at most I had four, which so I had three yellows and a red, which included Kane. So that's two yellows and a red, and Otamendi is the red. So. I sort of knew about that, that was planned. Uh, I'm going to keep him, I think. Uh, and Sterling and Atsu are both in yellow. So Atsu is an interesting one. He's obviously a Newcastle midfielder. Who's, he's only five million, so he's, he's, he's my fourth or fifth choice midfielder, really. So he's not massively important. But I think Garnet have actually pulled him out of their team. So I think he right. is, he's got a bit of bona fide injury. So I'm not expecting him to play. Garner, of course, have already not qualified for the World Cup. Yeah, so. so they were away at United this weekend, though, so I'm probably going to bench him anyway. But Sterling is obviously the one that sort of. He's a little bit jittery, but I think, as we've said, I think we're waiting for a press away. Okay. I don't think the game. I think the game was quite conservative, and that mm-hmm. it won't take them off until it's got a clear, oh yeah, green light from the manager. So I think Sterling should be okay. I mean, he played full ninety against Arsenal, from what I remember. Or the majority of the game. Yeah, yeah. he did yeah. go off an injury anyway. No. So I, I think he'll be fine as well. But he's my only real worry. Yeah. I mean, and uh, sorry, the quick question I wanted to ask you, Baron, is we talked before, maybe in the last podcast there was, and you were debating the wild card. Has anything yeah. changed in that sort of scenario? Yeah, I think um, <coughs> it's a good question, actually. I think because, uh, I think as I said before, I think because I've got Salah, Silver, Sterling, Kane, Lukaku and Abraham, I don't think, I, I probably wouldn't do it. I probably would change Silver now, but I don't, for the majority, I would, wouldn't really touch them much. And it, it just feels like, would it be a waste of a wild card to basically just change my midfielders and make them one goalkeeper? So... I'm just thinking if I can just keep it in my back pocket for a few more weeks. In a few weeks, we, who knows? I mean, I might get two injuries to one yeah. of two of my big hitters, and I yeah. might need to just move money around. I mean, there's a few big hitters I haven't got. I mean, Hazard and Sanchez. I mean, if they suddenly start scoring, I'll take out the wild card to restructure my team if I need to. I think Hazard is Chelsea's fixtures are very, very attractive. That's the thing. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago we saw when Aguero and Morata both got injured within days of each other. It can happen. You yeah, can get to absolutely. all three players. And to have your wild card still in your back pocket is definitely. But you made a good point as well. I mean, I've got to play it at some point. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got, I've got to play it before in December at the latest, and then you got to everybody make else gets a new one. So, I think based on how last season went, I probably would save that second wild card for when the fixtures get messy oh, at the yeah. end of the season anyway. Might so, if I can hold on to this one at least till late December, then I've got a bit more, a bit more sort of data to play with, if you like. Yeah. You've also sort of mentioned your defence as well. It's probably the one you'd shift around. Uh, interestingly enough, 
when I did my wild card, I think defence was the one that had the biggest overall. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if you can... You, you can feel more comfortable taking a four-point hit to get in an attacker mm. because, obviously, logic dictates that it's easier for them to make that yeah. return. Whereas, you know, you want a defence that you can rotate. And, yeah, I think you need a wild card. Defenders, you are jumping it. between teams a lot more... more. Quickly, whereas yeah. the attackers, people like Kane and Lukaku, are fairly fixture proof. Yeah, whereas exactly. the defenders, especially bargains, like you get at Burnley, for example. Exactly, yeah. Burnley, Brighton, Swansea, they're the sort of teams you can you hop between based on the fixtures. Mm. And, and then obviously, you don't want to be wasting three chances on them. So oh. in the wild card, they do tend to get cleared up. Exactly, yeah. Speaking of defenders, we should just briefly touch on Phil Jones. We have sort of mentioned him earlier before, um, but obviously, he's been a yellow flag. I think since game week one, <laughs> like, since, 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 since he was born, he's been a yellow flag. Because um, he's been one of my yellow flags, and I know there's a lot of people out there panicking. He's in their team, he's a yellow flag. Or alternatively, I think this is the worst situation for a lot of people. Is one of the reasons why? I mean, his ownership is not as high as as you'd expect. Bearing in mind that United have kept, they, they haven't conceded a goal at home this season. Um, they've kept a clean sheet in I think all but uh, two of their games in total. Or is it three? Sense, yeah, um, yeah all, all but three games. And he's still only owned by 15%. And yeah. when you consider he's the cheapest route into that thing, the biggest problem is that people look at it's what's available and they see yellow flag, okay, I'm not going to buy him because Mourinho said, oh, yeah, he's a... But also, how much and is then, he worth? Well, he's 5'5 five, five now, so, so he hasn't been going up in price. The, but the question is, I think, I think there's just so many expensive players and the attacking options. I think, yeah. certainly for me, that the defence is the last thing that I always look at, mm. so I can't afford to get anyone over five, really. Yeah. I mean, I actually I didn't get him in until I wildcarded. I couldn't... Like you said, I couldn't justify it any week because I had bigger things to solve. But that's the thing, is it with defenders? It's, yeah. it's Phil Jones isn't going to be unless you've got nothing else to do. Phil Jones isn't going to be people's priority. I mean, for no. me, I mean, I could have got him in. I would have wanted to get him in yeah. a few weeks ago, but just other things to do. It's yeah. just not a priority. But you've also got quite a bit of money from still sticking with Abraham, which has worked yeah. out well for you. Yeah, you've got a lot striker. of money sticking around. It's just, um, it's just finding that right moment, isn't yeah. it? Where yeah. you don't, I mean, it became things really. But it still bothers me now. <laughs> just wasted two weeks on yeah. messing around with Harry Kane. But, I mean, generally speaking, and we always all agree on the subject with yellow and red flags all over the place just wait till the press oh, conference before you make changes just ride the price rise yeah. you and have to wait w- worth saying if Mourinho comes out and says that Phil Jones is touch and go just assume he's playing because he just yeah, always does he does say things like that quite a lot doesn't he yeah. Yeah. But the diff- I suppose the difference with Jones is that unlike Sterling and some of the others we know he went on his last duty and then got injured we, yeah. we saw we the injury in inverted commas so that's the only difference isn't it which makes it a bit more worrying yeah you are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus Points. points. Uh, so, obviously, because we had no football uh, affects our fantasy Premier League teams in uh, the last uh, seven days, it means we don't have a forfeit. Oh, so we, we can I, all they hear our collective hearts breaking. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we're all we're all so <laughs> stuck. I'm still picking crickets out of my molars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my mouth is still burning from all, all of the chili. I, I think I've done a chili challenge three times now. It's just it, it's horrible, but. You know, we can celebrate the fact that there isn't anything this week, but we kind of realise that maybe one of the main reasons why people listen to this podcast is to is to is to enjoy our pain. Um, so what we're actually going to do is um, we're, we're going to go back two weeks or three weeks, I think it is, to game week nine when a certain MC Jack Ball wrote an ad lib fantasy Premier League rap because what's happened is gone through the studio uh, of our amazing video man slash producer John Bishop who has. Spruced it up into something. Do not bring me up. This, this is awful. <laughs> 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 what's going on? <laughs> Wait, he, he, he's he's here. Right. 
I've got to talk because I'm playing this. Yeah, exactly. Surely yeah, yeah. I can edit this out if you don't want it in. Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> it's too late now. Well, no, no, no reason really to be editing. We have to give him a nickname now. We have to put it into welcome oh, to special just, guest John Bishop. Special guest, right? Is that okay? The comedian John Bishop. Right. Um, this is awful, by the way. Can I just say Jack. I sort of feel like this is half a forfeit for me this week <laughs> on a week where I shouldn't have to do well, anything. So <laughs> nothing's in time. Nothing. It's just literally you gave me like five minutes. Oh, yeah, so yeah, right, yeah, you ready? Yeah, yeah, here we go. It's and all Jack, your voice is a little bit higher pitched so how's your voice I'm trying to read why am I in there <laughs> Oh, listeners, that was worth it. We've, just to clarify, me, myself, David, and Ben have heard that for the first time yeah. now. So. That is that is quite amazing. So, a radio presenter. I thought it was like I thought you'd edited in like some kind of like generic radio presenter who was going to like do an intro to Jack's rap, but that was your voice. I'm going to have to put that on my uh, my my reel when I go for jobs on radio. Then. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, that, that, like, you, you mentioned um, what was it? Um, you, you called out it was Stormzy and uh, Simon, Simon Cow. Cow. Yeah. So so we've got some fresh material for them to hear now, which is which is. Well, great. I feel like you know, Rage Against the Machine got Christmas number one a few years ago. Yeah. So Game. We need to get this to number one. So what, does it have a name? Because I mean, we call it the Game Week Nine Rap. The Decore Rap. The, or Eminem Rap. What we need to we need to come up with dance to it. So the Decore Rap. So some good people will be doing. Or how about Alvaro? Decore Rap. Or yeah, Alvaro Marapa. Yeah. Maybe Where's the eyes? Get the eyes out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We haven't got that problem. But, so we got but problem. the Decore Rap sounds like a dance move as well. I think that is the way forward. I think, I think we're going to turn it now, y'all. Yeah, stomp, stomp. Yeah, tell you what, listeners. If you've got an, if you've got a name for Jack's rap, then definitely get in touch and we'll, uh, we'll and we'll send it off. We'll send it off for Christmas we'll number give you one. Jack, the royalties that this obviously going to make. Yeah, it's going to make like five quid, isn't it? It's just going to be you and your mum buying it. Who, by the way, didn't get any fancy privilege points this week. I thought I'm going to have a week off. I talked about my mum, but clearly not. You are listening to waiting, waiting on, on the, the bonus, bonus points. Even though there was no football last week, there is football this weekend. Yes. Which means we can actually talk about something serious. Uh, as ever, uh, we like to ask ourselves some questions that are you know, a little bit more technical before we move on to our questions from the community, which are a bit more out there. So the big question this week, obviously, United have had, uh, or Manchester United, I should say, have had uh, a bit of a tricky run mm. losing to Chelsea. Lukaku in that time has looked dreadful. dreadful. Um, but they've got a great run of fixtures coming up. Just to remind you, it's Newcastle at home, then Brighton at home, away at Watford away at Arsenal and then home against Man City which is tricky but for the next three weeks very nice fixtures so my question to you guys is will Romelu Lukaku be back to his best in game week 12 what do you think I hope so <laughs> says the Newcastle fan yes that's a very good response <laughs> I hope I don't know is this, <laughs> a 4-3 Newcastle this is, this is a Lukaku classic Lukaku. example of sort of where FPL and the real world clash. yeah 4-3 Newcastle over there Lukaku yeah. would, be, would be lovely but um yeah, I mean, he's um, he's one that we've both had to start the yeah, season. Yeah. I mean, Kane was going to have that honour, but he's obviously been in and come, been out and come back in again. So Lukaku has been there since the start, and this is the sort of the light and the tunnel we were looking for, oh, wasn't yeah, it? They've been, they've been weeks. Bit, bit poor. He's been a bit poor for a few weeks now. He's had a couple of assists just to sort of tide us over, but for that amount of money, we really do need to see some goals from him. And I exactly. think if he does nothing, I mean, he's got three weeks now. I can't see people taking him out in any of the next three weeks for any sense. I mean, then they've got the, the Arsenal and City game. So, I mean, that's another opportunity. And then their fixtures come good again. Yeah. The trouble with Lukaku is that he feels like he could be a season keeper. And yeah. whilst the City lads are in rotation, Morata's the only guy that's maybe threatening Lukaku. That's probably the more pertinent question is, yeah. 
if Morata explodes like he did at Stoke, as, as, as Jack well knows from his hat trick, then maybe it's less a fact of pushing Lukaku out. Maybe it's a fact you want to pull Morata in. I mean, Morata could push Lukaku out of our team. So I think that might be the more personal question. But yeah, yeah I mean, well, I mean, Chelsea's run, as you say, is, is decent as well. So it's away at West Brom, away at Liverpool, which yeah, everybody scores goals there. Home against Swansea, home against Newcastle, away at West Ham. It's great until the new away against Huddersfield. You know, it, so United's run is it's three nice games, two tricky ones, and then four or five nice ones. But yeah, as you say, Chelsea's is just from a goal scoring perspective. I mean, they could lose at Liverpool because they could still score three goals. Yeah, they? So yeah. between here and January, the run is really nice. And you made a good point that Lukaku offsets the rotation risk of the City players yeah, he does. Um, quite well, especially if he's got nice fixtures. And well, but the thing with Lukaku, I mean, Jack, you now don't have him. Is well, that correct? Well, Are you worried about him over the next couple of weeks? Well, no, for me the way my team's set up and, and this is the thing every question we answer obviously is different depending on what your team's set yeah, yeah, yeah. so we can only answer it really about how our own team's looking yeah. so as far as I'm concerned with the way my team's set up I have to pick between Lukaku or Kane okay. and Kane to me even if Spurs aren't playing well he looks like he could score yeah. three or four goals yeah. a game yeah. Lukaku can get a goal out of nowhere but he doesn't look like scoring a hat-trick every match no, so for me be lower for him as well he'll get one goal whereas Kane yeah. tends to get more than so, just the one so game. for me if I have to pick between the two Kane now for me comes up Absolutely top right, yeah. but the, the one the one thing that would sway Lukaku towards me is, is Pogba's mentioned possibly being back after the international break I've not seen any updates on that he's, he's, he's Train, possibly, possibly training Newcastle is possibly going to be too early for him but that's not to suggest he could be on the bench, he could, be on the bench. he could come on last you know what you know I'd like with late goals he could come on last but when I think well, I think when he comes back, I think it will help the whole of the United oh, yeah, team. Yeah. Like they were on fire at the start of season when Pogba was an integral part of that mm. team. So that is another thing that's sort of swaying me to mm. thinking Lukaku might well be back to his best. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the um, the timing is quite quite nice for United with the way that it's all going to work out. I mean, yeah, even if Pogba doesn't play against Newcastle, he probably will play against Brighton. And that, if, if anything, I think that's even more chance of Lukaku doing well in that mm. because Newcastle, I think, are a bit better at the back than the Brighton. Although, of course, Newcastle don't have the scales at the moment, so... You know. Fingers crossed he gets back. Yeah, uh, or rather, unless you have Lukaku in your team. So I'm probably not going to captain Lukaku. So, um, <laughs> oh right, okay. Because uh, he's on my radar. He's, he's probably he's probably somebody like. Yeah, I mean, it's, the, I mean, it's only because it's Newcastle. I mean, any other, <laughs> any other week, I, I wanted to bang bang him in. I thought he isn't a privilege as an Argyle fan. I get. I don't have ever had this dilemma. <laughs> yeah, and as a Reading fan as well. Again, not a problem. And, and, you know, whenever they were in the Premier League, I mean, I think I had Adam LaFondre once. It's, it's worth pointing out that Mr. Emotional is looking quite emotional at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of this problem this weekend. He's calling Mr. Jekyll and Hyde and the switches from, I want Newcastle to lose, I want Newcastle to win. When we talked about I just remember last week, and I just remember how it was a bit of a stuttering week for me. I'm just a little bit terrified now that the wheels are going to come off my season. So <laughs> it's not just Lukaku, it's my whole team, I'm just a little bit anxious about. I just need, I need a good week to sort of sort my head out. Well, we've mentioned Kane, and obviously we've all got Kane. So, you know while that's not going to make a difference to the forfeit it's still going to make a difference perhaps to the rest of the community as well is the North London derby worth investing in is the question I've got here mainly because when you get these big games between big teams it kind of makes everyone kind of um and ah about what to do because in these games like literally anything can happen like Arsenal could win it 1-0 and while it would be a bit of a surprise for people who've watched the Premier League for 25 years they'd be like well it's just Wenger always has that in him Mm -hmm. Um, so we've all already got Kane if someone hasn't got Kane would you recommend that they buy them this week uh, Arsenal's defence does leak goals. It's who's at home? Uh, Arsenal at home. Arsenal at home. Yeah. That, that, oh, Which actually, in many ways, Spurs. in many ways, that suits Spurs, doesn't it? Because they're better away from home than they are at home. So, but Arsenal defensively look to be the better at home, don't they? Yeah. As well. Of course, so, yeah. So this is, I don't know. This is quite a tough question, I, isn't it? It's, I think I, I would say not this week. I think you do need to get Kane eventually, but this just isn't the week. I don't think. I think. Um, like you just said, Dave, when these big teams tend to face each other, if I don't, if I've already got players playing, I'm not, not going to ship them out for it. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't go looking for players who are in big games like that where they're going to be quite well matched because I just. I mean, there's, really there's always know. been better options out there. I mean, really don't know which way if, you need, if you've got big money to spend on a striker, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd rank Maratha Lukaku ahead of Kane if you're looking to bring someone in for like one week. For yeah, that definitely makes sense. Longer term, get Kane in, yeah, but just not, I, I wouldn't. Because his, his price won't change that, I think. No. So, I mean, not this week. I mean, but then again, I guess it just changes whether. whether you want to bring Kane and then make another transfer again next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, team, exactly. Because I used it a few weeks ago, you know, having to take Kane out and bring him in and yeah, take him out. It's a hassle. It can be quite. But if you've got the free transfer and you don't need to get a big team, roll them over. Yeah. Next week you can get Kane as part of a, a three transfer. As you said, the thing with these games is it could be four all, but mm. a lot of these big games. One, one on there, they, they, well, they go for a chess match, don't they? That's the thing, because the top level managers don't want to lose these games, mm. especially in Spurs' defence is injury hit as well. Yeah, exactly. of course. Interestingly yeah. enough, I spoke again in the last podcast, I believe I said it is, Ericsson has been the one that I'm looking to get rid of. Yeah, no goal. He's not performing, is he? I think no goal in this seven week, games in all the time. Not for 9.70, he's really expensive. And, and yeah, he's just, he's just with likes of Ali, he's just, he's, just, he's, just, he's just sitting, he's just not doing it at the moment, and I think for me, he will be the one making way this week. Have you got a sitting fielder? Yeah, I mean, that's such a, a clear move, isn't I it? Can't, don't, don't make me smile or on that. I'm going to confirm nor deny. <laughs> I'm going to pitch it now that it will be Ericsson for Sané. That's my prediction. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes quite a lot of sense. Money in the bank. Yeah, I mean, Sané's been on my radar as well. I mean, with the way my team is, I want to make no transfers this week if I can help it, as I've discussed. How long before. have you wanted to do that for, though? A <laughs> long, long time. But this is looking like the most likely way where it might happen. But if I had to make one transfer, I have enough money in the bank to upgrade Sterling into Sané, so it could happen. So, Do you, back, do you think Sané's a better option than Sterling? I think so. I, I think he's been rotated less. And, and, and if Sterling does... I mean, I'll wait for the presser, of course, and I, I, I'm, because I have plenty of money in the bank now. I What's don't the price difference between the two? So uh, Sterling is Sterling's eight, still quite cheap. Yeah, so um, Sonny is eight nine now, I believe, oh, oh, and nine. Sterling is eight, eight two. two. See, 0.7 I just think my, my response would be that I think Sterling's the, the more natural goal scorer. He plays centrally. He plays off the striker. Sane scores exceptional goals, a bit like Mane. He's off the wing. Yeah. He comes in. He picks up sort of back post balls that go all the way through. I just think Sterling, like he's just he's almost like a centre forward. And he also just, he that, plays off as usual. That seven million, you could use quite yeah. quite, quite some effect. It's a bit like Salah in that Sterling is the guy that's going to tap it in at the back post, whereas Sunny will do the run, pick up outside the box, yeah, get inside, yeah. maybe get the assist or pick off. Obviously, we've seen one of De Bruyne's amazing balls over the top, like and just scoring a crazy goal, but. Sterling's that six, he's in that six sharp box and poacher when he's playing at the moment he's very back, much back to that Sterling that we saw with Suarez when he was at Liverpool yeah, yeah. he's mm-hmm. very much looking back yeah. sort of attacking threat at the moment I mean, for the point seven, you'd save it's, it's frustrating though because for every possible City option there are pros there's yes. no one City midfielder that there's has no pro because even if you look at Fernandinho I mean he's, he's worth 5-1 yeah. now and, and you look at him and the thing is we always say big team someone who's worth 5 million so United it was Matic or I suppose when he was at Chelsea Matic again Leicester some people had Kante because Oh yeah, well he won't play of the year last year, so I'll get him in my team. Not can't realizing that the whole, these holding midfield players don't really do anything. But Fernandinho just clearly hasn't read the rule book. Two goals, two assists. Yeah, he, he he just he still does it anyway. So I mean, that's the thing is why like it's just such a problem, isn't it? Because so many people have, have have got Sane now, and but to get him, I am going to have to take someone out of my team who has got like ten good reasons to keep him, and that, yeah. that's the dilemma that everyone. The thing everyone is, we're also getting to that point in the season now where the tables are starting to take shape. Properly, so yeah. if you're where I am in our league, which you I hate to say risk. it's bottom, <laughs> I, I, I have to start looking at differentials. I can't get the yeah. same players, so yeah. that really is starting to come to the fore now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in the first couple of weeks of the season, we kind of say try and stick with the pack as much as you can, and then maybe 12 weeks in is when the earliest you want to start be looking at differentials. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's just what you've got to do. Barry, with you've been top all season. I mean, you must still be loving the fact that you don't have to panic too much. Yeah, I know that's what that's why I've, I've tried to tell myself that the wild card would be a knee jerk reaction because. Mm. 
I think I am where I am because I haven't done knee-jerk decisions. You know, I've kept players in when maybe I could have got rid of them, or I've resisted it. For instance, you know, as I've mentioned before, with Charleston, somebody I'd love to get in, but I'm not going to take a four-point hit to get him in, and I've just got to just not panic. So I think, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, and it's a nice scenario to be in a place where if people get players you've got, then you're above them. You yes, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, Dave will know this already, but I look at Dave's team and his differentials are in defence. Like we've effectively got the same yeah. attacking assets. Why so did I'm you burn his so defence? Only got, well, that's why it hurts so much. Is the Burnley defence is killing me <laughs> at the moment? But apart from that, I mean, we've got a very similar team. So I don't know what Dave's strategy. That's suits you far more, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think, and you know, most by defence sources are forfeits. Just keep edging me every week. That's another dimension to it, doesn't it? That's, that's what I mean. Like it is weird because like sometimes I'm like, oh, I should get this for the greater good. The greater good. And then, uh, and then I turn around and it's just like, also me. But the forfeit. Yeah. I have to be honest, this year, because of the forfeit, I've looked at our work league, which I should add, we pay monthly to be in. Yeah, we did pay, I've yeah. looked at it about twice, because all I care about is the forfeit. Yeah. It's still taken <laughs> over. You've got, got our team bookmarked on Chrome. It comes to the top of the, the, the FPL pyramid for me now. Yeah, it's, it, it does Thanks, cha- change a lot of things. Well, speaking <laughs> of differentials, the, the final question is because they have a really nice run coming up, they've had some good positive performances, and there's some individuals who've played quite well. Is now the time to snap up some Crystal Palace players? And I am going to start with you, Jack, because you've talked about differentials. Their run, just to remind everybody, is home against Everton, who don't have a manager yet and you know, can't play football for love and money. They're home against Stoke, who are kind of in a similar situation, but they have a quote-unquote manager. Um, Brighton away, uh, away at West Brom, home against Bournemouth, home against Watford. So they could score goals in those games. Have you looked at any of the players, Jack? I haven't, to be honest. This is the short answer. The one that we've, we've all, I think you two mentioned far long before I did, was Loftus cheap before he got injured and said mm. he was one that for his price could potentially be a really strong player um, again it, it's really hard because it, I, I don't know the values of all the Palace players I don't have my phone in front of me what I would say is Palace aren't going to lose every game 4-0 for, for they're not going to stay are not going to stay bottom with very few points I think they are, the tide will turn at yeah. some point and I think they'll at least start scoring some goals well this is the time when it could yes exactly, exactly. And, and they are, you're quite right they're differentials at the moment and if you're in a situation where you need to get players that not many people will have I think that Crystal Palace players are the ones to get possibly because I think even after this week and even if they win this week they'll still be very low in, in, the, in the basis of people owning them mm. I mean Ruben, Ruben Loftus-Cheek is still owned by less than 6% uh, and he's 4-5 Zaha is, has a little bit more uh, uh, actually I know Zaha's ownership is 4.5% Loftus-Cheek would be the one that I would go for um, if I was to get one I mean I well, the re- reason I asked this question was obviously his performance for England the other night was very good I know that None of us actually watched that game, but uh, you know, I want to have seen highlights, and you know, he did he did well enough to earn a lot of praise from a lot of people. And you know, I mean, if you're playing against, even though it is a friendly, if you're playing against Germany, it's your international debut, and you're you know, you're young like he is, and to come away with a man of the match, I mean, that's quite impressive. You know, it shows a bit of character. I suppose if you're in a relegation fight, sometimes teams who are in relegation fights are the teams to look at because they have to score goals. I just don't know who else I got. I don't think I'd bring in any Palace defenders. I don't. Oh yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't think Benteke is the answer. He's not been in good form for a very long time. So yeah, maybe off the sheet, but I'm struggling to think any star. I mean, is Townsend it another better players well. for that value though? Yeah. Um, if you need differentials from Palace, it's certainly a good way to go. Their fixtures are incredible, and uh, I mean their stats are improving. I mean, <laughs> for instance, if I spend my wild card now, Spironi would be in the toss up because he's four yeah. million. Like I could get two four million goalkeepers. I got Elliot at four million, so I have two four million goalkeepers. I mean. It's different if you're playing a transfer. Yeah. Um, Scott Dan is his his figures are looking pretty pretty good. Well, um, the thing with Hodgson is that he's he's a manager who doesn't know how to organise a defence and make it. Have you, have you seen the stat lately? They've they've created they've conceded fewer big chances 
than anyone else in the Premier League in the last three weeks. Wow, they conceded that. fewer big chances. Yeah. Like that is incredible. The closing teams down. Much so easier. I think the clean sheets are going to come, especially on this fixture run. So I don't think Dan, especially if you're chasing differentials, I think Dan. I think Loftus Cheek's value is incredible. If Benteke comes back, Zaha's going to go back out wide, so his threat will drop. Yeah. So I think Loftus Cheek is is a massive, massive option. I think. Do you four, a four or five? Do you see something in him himself? Yeah, I mean, well, if I pay my wildcard, Loftus-Cheek Loftus would almost definitely come in because he's just so cheap and he and he looks so dangerous. Can um, you see? Can you see Atsu being replaced by Loftus-Cheek? Is that yeah? That's that certainly. I think yeah. If I pay my wildcard, Atsu and Carroll would obviously go out. And I've got a bit of my money to play with. I could possibly upgrade to Richardson, perhaps Loftus-Cheek. But four five is just such an enabler. Well, I mean, you can just spend a bit more in defence or a bit more in attack. Well, a lot of people have Carroll as, as you've obviously you've got him, and I had him before I wildcarded, and then he was straight out because for four five, if you've got the sheets are totally infinitely better. Than exactly, Carroll. you've got a holding midfielder at Swansea or basically a winger attacking winger at mm. Palace for four. Exactly what, the same what price. I could imagine it makes sense. What I could it? imagine of, of Loftus Cheek is him having one or two good weeks, and suddenly ownership goes up, and his price could rise yeah. and rise and rise a few times in the space of a week or two I mean, weeks that's, that's why it's worth mentioning it now because they're about to go on this decent run because he could you know could score against Everton this week or assist and by you know in a week's time he could be 4-6 four, 4-7 four, and, and you know a bit like Higazi at the beginning of the season or Davis as well if you don't jump on that bandwagon soon enough it's almost not worth jumping on it at all and also the value's not there anymore it's, it's not just bringing Loftus-Cheek for Loftus-Cheek it's just say I got Eric from bought Loftus-Cheek that extra money oh, could get me a really good player do it, you, could, you could totally change your midfield mm. or, or elsewhere other position you are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points so we've also got questions from the community this week as well and as ever they are uh, well We've got, a, we, we've got a, a quality question coming up as question two. We're going to start with something we ease ourselves in this week. Uh, Adam has asked, I need a good defender for 4.6 million or less. Who do you recommend? And uh, well, I'm going to jump straight in and say Ben Mee, 4.5. Burnley have kept loads of great clean sheets. They've got great run coming up. They've got a few tricky fixtures as well, but you can rotate them. And he's, he's just a magnet for bonus points. So that's who I would suggest. Fair enough, you on ideas for someone in that bracket. Uh, yeah, I think... In the interest of being a little bit daring and a little bit different, I go Moreno. Oh, it's uh, silence. Yeah, I think over Joe Gomez. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a better question. Yeah. So Gomez and Moreno. I go Moreno. I think he's um, having looked at his uh, his BPS and his ICT. He's slightly better than Gomez per minute. So I think Liverpool at home they conceded one in five. That's, I mean, that's not to be sniffed at. Yeah, I mean, exactly. at home they are very very strong and they've got a very good fixture at home to Southampton this weekend. Moreno takes the odd set piece, gets very far forward at left back. You're not playing player. You're not playing players on FPL to build a good team for a tactic. <laughs> we all know none of us would pick Moreno because you know, he, he goes missing. That's like all you're picking for is pick up points. And I think they're going to get clean sheets at home, and he's going to pick up attacking points home and away on occasion. But for four or five, I mean, you're not expecting the world from him. And as you've no. said, you can rotate him when he's away from home. Yeah, definitely. What so about you, Moreno? Any four or five defenders? My my team's made up of four or five defenders. Obviously, <laughs> I've got. Um, How about Christopher Schindler? He's a best friend. Christopher yeah, so <laughs> and, and the, the other Huddersfield defender was Zanka. Love, he just dropped to the bench in the last game. Yeah, of course, so he was. Yeah, I've got a lot of problems in defence, and, uh, and should we have not asked this question? I'm to you, not though? the person to take advice from in any way, shape, or form. Well, tell you what, <laughs> this next question is definitely for you. This guy. I saw the first like, line. I, I thought you might come to me. Yeah, so it's from Kunle Balogan, who says, "I am over 100 points behind first position in my classic league, and my squad is in bad shape." One sec. Am I over 100 points? Yeah, you are over 100 points. It's a long way. So, you and this guy, blood brothers. In fact, 
Uh, well, he, he goes on to sort of, he, he gets a bit emotional actually, so there's a bit of, of all of us in <laughs> He says, in fact, I got kind of discouraged at some point, but as it is, it's a money league and dues fully paid. So it's like our work league, he, he's, he's paying up. Is there hope of still winning with no wild card left presently before January? Other chips are all intact though, so what do we think? Do we think that Kunle stands a chance? I mean, we can't see his team, but 100 points behind the leader, do you think he could win the league? 100%. 100%. It's, it's unlikely, probably, it's probably quite <laughs> unlikely, but he can't because look, how many game weeks have we played? 11? Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not even halfway. There's plenty of time. Differentials could come into the fall. We don't know what's going to happen in the transfer window. Christmas is going to be havoc. Yeah. We don't know what injuries are going to get. There's so many differentials and so many different factors that could influence it. And, and you know, all it takes is for, for example, if I captain Salah one week and he got a hat trick, I could then necessarily be 40 behind Baron. It's, mm. It really can be that tight a margin. It's just. It's just weighing up again. This, this is the point I made earlier on to Baron is for Baron because he's top. He doesn't have to necessarily worry about those differentials. Mm. And, but 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 for those like Conley and like myself who are 100 <laughs> points behind, you've got to be a bit bold because at the end of the day, if you take a risk and it doesn't pan out, you're going to stay bottom. But if you take a risk and it does pan out, you might start moving up the table. Mm. And what I'd say to Conley is at least you don't have to do forfeits because that's the thing that's, <laughs> that's the thing that I'm thinking about each week rather than this work. Oh man, yeah. I mean, you've already touched on it, Baron, and, and I th- people like Hazard. We all think he will explode at some point. Sanchez is the same. So I mean, perhaps maybe sort of some more specific advice for his team. If you know, if you, if you haven't got those players, maybe get them in in January. I, or I, get I, them I in quite now. like the intriguing idea. I know I know Conley hasn't got his wildcard anymore, but I like the sort of the challenge almost of sort of being in that position. Like, let's say if I was in my position now, but I'd say I was I was struggling in the league, but I had my wildcard, for instance. I quite like the idea of just sort of throwing caution to the wind yeah. and basically having a strict rule where I only have players that have got less than 5 or 10% ownership yeah. less than 5% probably more realistic so yeah. you go for Sanchez you take your risk you go for Hazard you take your risk they are high return players oh, yeah. if they get it right so I think uh, it depends yeah I mean you, you can start sort of playing with it a little bit you, you've got very you've got a lot less to lose now if you're, if you're that far behind so you could well play with it I mean the fact he hasn't got his wild card now I don't think you should make any rash decisions and I think Using the chips and things, you have got to retain those chips. Oh yeah, because you can't start throwing them away on random weeks before January. You've got to save them for the second half of the season when we've got bizarre game weeks. He's playing more and less fixtures. You've got to play those sensibly because some people won't play them sensibly, and that's how you make ground on them. So don't go rushing into your chips. Just you've just got to keep chipping away with your transfers each week and just hoping it comes off. Good point, Conley. I'll use my free hit. <laughs> so, uh, you, you want to say it's better up than me? Brilliant. Uh, our final question uh, from the oh, sorry, our penultimate question from the community is from Charlie, who says, "Should I take a risk and captain Zaha in game week 12 Well, if we are on the subject of taking risks and talking, having Palace players in our team, uh, they are at home against Everton. So, I mean, oh, the, there's, there's the question, risks. The question makes sense. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can understand the asking the question. I mean, I'm going to say no because I hate taking risks. But I mean, you know, what I would say to this is, we need a bit of you've, you've got to take, you've got to have first of all huge balls to do this. <laughs> uh, uh, and a few weeks ago, Baron captioned Sterling. It was before that kind of before the big before he took off yeah, really before the hype. It was, he was sort of on 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 the cusp. I think is, is a good way of putting it. And we looked at Baron and we thought, what the hell are you doing? You know, was Lukaku, as well, wasn't it was it? It was a massive decision. It was yeah. a huge decision, and, and it and it paid off, didn't it? it really, and how, good, how good do you feel when that happened? It's amazing. So okay, so 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 what? Better I'm saying, than drugs. It's incredible. <laughs> I was sat there just laughing at soccer Saturday, <laughs> rocking yourself, <laughs> giggling to myself like this is too good. So what I say to Charlie is. If you do captain Saha and it doesn't work out, or well, you try, but if it does, I'll tell you what, you can strut into your office yeah. or your group of friends and you can act like the Dom because people really will be 
amazed and bowing yeah. down to you. I'm talking about football. <laughs> Literally on their knees. I'm talking about FPL geeks. That's what yeah. we were like. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, were we were like, we were, like we were, fair we were play. praising you until yeah. the cows came over. Yeah, oh, right. They haven't come home yet, those cows. You're all edging closer. We need them back. We need them back. But I mean, on the flip side, as somebody who captained Richarlison for what was it? I think yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. There is a horrible flip side to it. <laughs> that, that made that actually made more sense even than captaining Sterling, and, and a lot of people did it. And then and then the classic football logic struck where it was you know a guy who's had more shots than any other midfielder. He didn't eat, like his whole team didn't shoot until mm-hmm. like seventy minutes against the team that had conceded more chances than any other team in the league. So. It doesn't happen every week, to no, be fair. Of course but not. The, I mean, I suppose, but if you are taking a risk, you shouldn't listen to someone like, to, to a naysayer like me. You should listen to... It depends where he is in his league. I mean, yeah. if, if Charlie, if he's struggling, then I think Zaha has <coughs> a very, very, a very, um, what's the word, calculated risk. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it could, as opposed to just a complete punt, it, there yeah, are some things to back I mean, that like up. say, if you're at home to Everton and he's, he's, a, he's got a decent level of ownership, so he'd make a good gain on people. And, and he is, you know, he's effectively paying up front, isn't he? So yeah, exactly. There's bigger risks you could take. I think we'll, we'll make note of that, and if we know if Sard as well over the weekend, we'll have to get Charlie a shout yeah, out next yeah. week. We, we, we want to find out if Charlie, if you, if you listen to this, we want to find out if you did captain him because yeah. that'd be interesting to know. We next should week. find that out definitely. Um, our final question concerns sort of long-term planning, so I'm, hope, I'm guessing Jack's got a great answer to this. Um, <laughs> the, the question is simply this: um, it is, Several people have asked, "Have you started planning for Christmas yet?" And I don't mean putting your tree up in November, Jack. I mean. You know, we've got seven. Is it, is it seven game weeks in twenty-five days? Something absolutely ridiculous. And there's a lot of um, disparity between the rest that teams are getting. Yeah. Um, I mean, we are going. There's to a great graphic on the BBC website. That's great. Look for it. Yeah. Uh, is it Leicester have got basically no rest? Yeah. And Arsenal have got loads. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it, it's all because of TV games. It's all over the place. We are going to talk about this in some more detail in sort of the coming weeks. So sort of as a quick question now, like, is it on your radar? Yeah. I mean, obviously you still got the wild card, mm. Baron. So, you know. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I think I always generally sort of plan ahead. I mean, you know, this is sort of these people can't see. I've got a bit of paper with me that I tend to use for my transfers each week, and I, I've, I've sort of got a running calculated number of how of what teams' FDRs are like oh, in the right. coming weeks. So I've always got an eye on sort of who's got good ones. Like for instance, I know that Southampton don't go near them. <laughs> Everyone is terrible. Whereas uh, Bournemouth, Palace, Chelsea, Everton, and Liverpool, their fixtures are amazing for, for, the, for the foreseeable future. So yeah. I think I'm always working sort of four or five weeks ahead so I mean organically I hope by the time Christmas comes around I'll have taken in fixtures into account but you are right you, you, I think it's generally accepted across the FPL community you have to have 15 active players oh yeah that's the key isn't it you need to have a bench it's all about having people who play on your bench so Jack as someone who doesn't really have that are you, are you worried it's funny Baron says he's four or five weeks ahead I'm about four or five minutes ahead I don't even, <laughs> as, as you know from, like, from this podcast I don't even know who's playing each other this weekend I've not really looked at it yet um, and anyone that knows me as you do my yeah. memory's not the best so you could tell me now and I've forgotten by tomorrow anyway <laughs> so no I've, I've really not planned it at all I, I probably should and, great you know, answer I, to this but, question but, but to be honest with you again <laughs> as as people said, play the game in different ways yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you, can't, you can't see what we're doing but the fact that Baron sat here with a bit of paper for religious stats and I'm just sat here like twiddling my thumbs would, 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 would prove why Baron's top and I'm bottom by one at least <laughs> probably so I think you should but no I'm not at the moment but I, I will I, I, I will I'll try. I'll try. You sound like the teachers no, ask you, Jackie, you're going to do the homework need, this week. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll try. Is there a forfeit? That's what I was just saying to the teacher. That would have actually been a lot more incentivising at school if there was a, you had to eat your chilli if you didn't do you your homework. You won't eat cricket so you don't do your homework this week. Yeah, if you don't do your homework, there's going to be... Does that not happen in your school? Oh, wow. Plymouth <laughs> schools are not one to attend, clearly. 
What about you, Dave? You, you're, you're a stat man. You must look ahead. I have already looked ahead. I have inspected several particular um, graphic uh, designs. One, of course, that uh, Barron's mentioned on BBC Sport website. Um, FBR Holly's done another good one as well. Um, and I've looked at it, but I haven't really sort of sat down and started to sort of put it into practice yet because obviously it's a few weeks away. But mm. it's just being aware. It's just being aware that you that, that's the best way to forward plan is knowing that that's something that there is data on already. Just bookmark it, get it ready, and maybe um, you know towards the end of November I'll start looking at it. And yeah, you know, obviously Barron's got the wild card as well, so perhaps even more of a reason to sort of build something around that. Especially if you get the new wild card afterwards, then yeah. that's that's the thing to do. But it is just worth pointing out that if you can get yourself a playing bench now, if your team is looking good. You can probably lay the groundwork for your Christmas work by working on your bench yeah. and swapping out someone like Chalabar for someone like Ruben Loftus Cheek, who obviously mm. would be a, be a straight swap in terms of money, but would make a big difference to your team. So maybe that's the thing you've got to do. You are listening to Waiting, Waiting on, on the, the Bonus, bonus points. points. Okay, so our final section today is our favourite section, which is, of course, Friday Night Deadline. There we go. It's our FBL quiz, which of course pits our wits against each other with basically no time to prepare for it. Very much like Fantasy Premier League when we have a Friday night deadline. And what happened last week was absolute shock horror. Unprecedented. Unprecedented success for the gut man Jack Ball, who is a self-proclaimed know-nothing. And he managed to beat me. Was it 4-3, uh, I think? Uh, I'm going to challenge that. I don't proclaim I know-nothing. I don't research <laughs> anything. <laughs> Yeah, okay, it's so all in there somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's all like a big like, spaghetti bolognese. It's there. there and it came out and whooped your ass last week. Whoa! So Whoa. Well, actually, we have a sound effect for that. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so good. Fantastic. So, uh, Jack is asking the questions this week because wow. he won last yeah. week, uh, which is why I'm going to hand him the sound effect. It's worth pointing out as well. It's worth pointing out, David, last week you said beforehand, oh, you won a quiz just before. Have you won a quiz yeah, no, in the last week? Or? Um, no, I haven't. Oh. No, I, well. But you have. It's pitting you two against each other for the first time, though, isn't it? So that's yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm actually quite worried because Baron is, is is very knowledgeable and very quick as well. Like, if he knows something, it's like, maybe I'm playing mind games. Baron reacted yeah. very well to it. Though. Me and you both said we both found it really yeah, the first the, time getting that five seconds. I'm generally good at quizzes, but when there is that deadline, it proper messes you up because you, you don't know how long you got. And so. the thing is, I think Jack is such a wild card that I do not know where he's going with these questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the, there's a strong ethical uh, sense to it. I I don't know, how, far, how far deep down the rabbit hole is he going to go with these stats? Question, like, I, in my first one, I had one that was football related but non-FBL and then one that was just completely not football related I was exactly the same. So you, okay, good. Oh, so there's some non-football. I was expecting one non-football. every question to be on like is it one to 12 or again? something. Sorry? 1 to 12. 1 to 12. 1 to 12. Okay. 12. And, um, so because because no one went, uh, oh, yeah, no we one went. Who, who, who to go first? Well, I mean, should we go on who's just lower in the league? Well, we'll say, Dave, you can go first because you lost last week. Okay, yeah. Baron's got a 100% record. Dave's got a 0% okay, record. Yeah, I've got a 50% record. I'm 0 one <laughs> So, okay, right. So my right, first so question. On. Remind me of well, who's is, who's is who's for these, for these right, buzzers. Right, okay. I'm, I'm gonna Here we go. So live on air, we're going to teach someone how to use the sound bit buzz. But we will remind viewers what it all sounds like. If someone gets the correct answer, you will hear this. No, oh, no, no, that's wrong. That's upside down. That's the problem. Oh dear. Yeah, th- here we go. Right, this is the sound you hear when someone gets a correct answer. There we go. If someone gets the wrong answer, it's this one. Then if someone runs out of time, it's that one. And the winner at the end will get. And of course, if someone yeah. if someone loses, it's like if you if you score the winning penalty, yes. you get that one. If you if you Lose. miss the penalty that gifts the, the win. There we go. So, so good. Do you so? Like Gutman, Jack Ball, are you completely <laughs> cognizant well, with I'll this probably device? I'll probably press all manner of buttons, but we'll, we'll go. 
So who is who is um, so going to pick a number first? Um, so I'm going to pick number. Are we? Oh, <laughs> Jack's got his own personal. To be fair, I'll just count. I'll just count. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to pick <laughs> number question number seven. Question number seven. That is the picture round. Oh, it's the picture so I round. To, I need to. Get is it the picture spin quiz? <laughs> so the question is. So he's getting five seconds from when he looks at it. One five seconds from when he looks at it. Wait, no, we can have to give me the question, question first, yeah. surely. Well, can, yeah. can we put the picture? We'll put the picture of the story so people that are listening can can see it. Okay. So the question is, which FPL star is this? Okay. Uh, Karen Chambers. Outside. Karen Chambers, is it right? I'm assuming it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the button. Good stuff. I've got Karen Chambers. Idea. It's not Karen Chambers. That is really tough. You can, you can press this on again if you want, Jack. Oh, wait. Oh, well, oh no, I'm just getting the point. Oh, yes. no, no, this yeah. is just for fun. That's really who, is it, who is it? Sanchez. Sanchez. It is Sanchez. Sanchez. Oh, yeah. So, oh. It's, so it's still nil nil. Yeah. Dave, not a good start for you. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So that's question seven. Lovely. Down and under. Baron? Uh, what number did you pick? Seven. Nine. Number nine. Oh, the Shearer number every week. Oh, this is quite good that you're because this, this is you've got named four players in this one. So. Yes, I've, got, I've got five seconds to name four players. <laughs> I think you gave me one like that last week, Baron. I did. <laughs> four midfielders have been captained by us this season. Name all four of them. Salah, Richarlison, Sterling, Silva. Just out of time, but Ericsson was at other. Was oh, at yeah, Sterling, Richarlison, and Salah. Yeah, that's tough. Well, that was well, a long five seconds. Like, that felt like a while. Maybe it was that. No, it was five seconds. It's, 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 oh, I would have said Silver to be fair as well. I was kind of, I'm almost hoping that you were going to do a Jack and just forget about Sterling, even though we've mentioned him in this yeah. podcast and it was in your team. That's tough. Nil nil. So oh, okay, question after. one. Question one. How many different players have we collectively captained? Eleven? Yeah, these questions you are picked, hard You picked the hardest one of the hardest ones so far, and they're not all this hard. What's the correct answer on that one? Nine. No. Oh, you've got, I, I, I yeah. take a punt as well. Yeah. You've got to take a punt on a number. So still nil-nil no, no, after, oh, wow. okay. after three. Some horrible questions here. Um, eleven. Number eleven. Okay, so this is a football question that isn't to do with FPL. Okay. Italy's hopes of a place in the World Cup next year were dashed as they lost to Sweden in the playoffs. The Italian manager has since resigned. What is his name? Ventura. Correct. I don't know if I'd have got that. One nil to Baron. Well, I didn't know. When I looked him up, I was like, oh, I was so. I thought that question was going to be. Who came to light when I read about how bad they're doing? So I thought that question was going to be who knocked him out, and I was about to absolutely have a fit of rage. It's such an easy question, but it was a tricky. I could feel your jaw like slowly lowering towards the floor. So it's one nil to Baron. You have two questions each. Okay, so it's two. Okay, so. So I need to bring a number. So number, I have number three. Number three. David Moyes will take charge of West Ham for the first time this weekend. But which West Ham player is the most valuable in FPL? Mikel Antonio. Yes. Correct. Ooh. Correct. Is he seven three? Seven four. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't so matter. Closer to Chicharito. It, it is. Are you yeah. Chicharito on six point nine? So point five yeah, behind. Antonio was seven five at the beginning. Manzini six eight. I think. Does that not perhaps maybe make a point about how terrible West Ham are? Yeah. Their most expensive player is seven point. The most important point for you is it's one one. It is one one. One extra oh. penalty kick, as it oh. were. Then right, uh, Baron. So Baron, pressure's back on you. Um. Don't really speaking about this. <laughs> five. Number five. This is the non-related football oh, question. Oh, here we go. Oh, I hope it's not easy. I hope it's not my football zone. Is it about Sloth or Big Brother? Here we go. Donald Trump turned up in the most peculiar, peculiar place this week. The lady took a picture of a part of her dog that looked like the US president. For which body part was it? Inside the ear. That is correct. Oh, my days. 
And there is a picture. Yeah, Donald Trump is so freaky. So freaky. Oh. So freaky. <laughs> so, <laughs> Trump should love that picture. It is so him. <laughs> so, Baron, you're two one back. Great down. There's lots of great down to this in my ear. Two one. Pressure's back on you, Dave. Oh no. Right. So two one after three each. After uh, yeah. after three each. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go question Half ten. Work. Has that been taken yet? No. Okay. Question ten. Then. Okay. What was the name of my fantasy football team last season? Oh, I actually don't know. Pass. I don't know. It was not pass. No, Song goes to praise. Oh, of course it was. Praise, yeah. it was. I just, I, the thing is, whenever I clicked on our league, you just, I had to scroll down to get the team. <laughs> so, <laughs> I couldn't see it. So, you know. Uh, uh, where's where, where, where it going again? Where's it going? So, sorry. Sorry, I'll go shut down. Delayed reaction. You can't, you can't hold yourself then. You can't hold yourself. Unbelievable. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So, Baron, you're still one up still, but you've got an extra question. The questions left are two. Four, six, eight, and twelve. We keep leaving odd numbers. We all do numbers, numbers left. But did you know that someone put, brought out? You know, when you write a five things or a six things, or if you need to write a, a listical uh, story, apparently people are psychologically more attracted to odd numbers yeah, in those headlines. That, it? And we've gone and proved that psychological. So two, four, uh, six, eight. eight, or twelve. Number eight. David has had two players register sixteen points so far this season. The highest points haul to date for him. So that's not including captains that are doubling it. That's not including no. so it's a 16, 16 individual yeah. right? Name those two players: Ben Davis, Salah. It's Kane, isn't it? It's Ben Davis and Kane. Yeah, it. Davis got him 16 points in game week seven, and Kane got him 16 points in oh, game week nine. And also, he also got you 16 points. Yeah, I mean, that's why I should have got it. Yeah, so, so still two-one. That's good for you, Dave. 16 just threw me. I said you. Specific number 16. Yeah. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an even number, and as we've just proved, we hate, we hate numbers. even numbers. Yeah. Uh, I'll go question. So David, this is to level it back up. Question 12. Got two questions left. I'm getting very nervous. Here. I'm getting very nervous. This is quite a tough question. Oh, great. <laughs> Lukaku and Salah are two of the most owned players in FPL. Yeah. They have both missed a penalty this season. But can you name two of the other three players that have missed a penalty this campaign? Uh, Sergio Aguero and uh, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy's right. Jamie Vardy's one of them. Baron, can you name one of the other two? That's a really tough question in five seconds. Uh, uh, Vardy and... Um, so you said Salah and Lukaku, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Firmino? The other two are Berahino and Cleverly. I thought Firmino missed one because that's why Salah got it. Was that just because Salah was so egypt yeah, no, the, what, what Klopp said was... Um, if, if when he takes penalties like that. Yeah, he has to take them all. Yeah. Yeah, no, because they, they, they don't really have a recognised one anyway. Because Firmino was taking them, but that was only because Milner wasn't playing. So, oh, right, so is that one question left each? Can I've I got two left. Ben's got two. So Baron gets it, he's one. Oh, right, OK. So, no, can, Dave could still get level. No, you've only one question yeah, left. That's right, yeah, yeah. So this is the winner. And there is one question on your team out of these three as well. So what numbers? Two, four and six. Just to sort of heighten the drama. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's such a key moment, you know. You know when, right, the, you know when the controller buzzes on FIFA because you've got to score this penalty to win. Six. This is not one on your team, Baron. Two defenders have picked up five yellow cards this season, the most in the Premier League. Name one of them. Nicholas Ottomendi. Just that one easy, one easy question. I mean, what? <laughs> he's Baron. in his team. Baron. Oh. Baron has won. <laughs> 100% record straight. David, oh. two lost in a row. Two lost in a row. Let's play it through. We'll play it through. Oh. So it's 3-1. Can you make it respectable again and only be one behind? You've got two... I wish I had that question. That's from. so painful. He's, he's, on your he's in your team. He's, he's literally in. red flagged on my pen. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my days. Okay, come on then. Come on then. Can you name the other one out of interest? Yeah, I don't know who that would be. Um, um, yeah. Is this Southampton? Is it Southampton play? No. Oh, I can't think okay. of it either, actually. Sound a letter. 
Oh, West Ham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one really pays attention. Classic RG defender. There's no one cares about West Ham, do they? Sorry, Dad. Right, so <laughs> you've, got, you've got two and four. Two. This is a question on Baron's team. Oh, How many points does Baron's team have? You can have five points either side. 623. Baron, do you know how many points you've got in total? I thought that sounded too high, but I think you're right. I am over 600. Oh, yeah, you are. Uh, 644. You would have been... Correct. 640. So just oh, in. Oh, oh, yeah. Just in. But it's still I blame the questions. It's still 3-1. <laughs> this is to make it 4-1. Four, four, this is an absolute embarrassment for Dave. I'm like Question 4. What game week did I use my free hit? 10. Correct. Oh! It's a 4-4! Oh, annoyingly, I knew that as well. Oh. Baron trumps David. 4-1, that's a thrashing. Dave, how do you feel? Two in a row that well, you've, you've, you've I, I would like to... Be, you know like how Argyle at the beginning of the season getting a lot of red cards, a lot of injuries, a lot of suspensions? I just haven't been getting the questions. Yeah. They haven't come my way. I was delighted with the way I performed, but you know, to, to use a Derek Adams quote right there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not getting the questions. So Baron, you're top of the FPL League. On, you're 100% on the, on the quizzes. How are you feeling after... After that, uh, just worryingly smug. <laughs> it's worth pointing out. I think you got every question right after you moaned they were too hard. So uh, yeah, it's, it's starting to a bit easier. So there, yeah, there we go. Oh well, thanks. Well, yeah, they were good. Uh, yeah, all right questions. Yeah, they were kind of okay. Yeah, no, they were well, good. I'll get you next week. So uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my response: If you ask me how I feel, there we go. Mm. just just get just. We have to make absolute we maximum use of this. We don't feel sorry for you. Uh, I know, well, you never do. You never do. <laughs> You are listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. Uh, so we're going to leave you uh, this week with uh, a fantastic stat that we're actually incredibly proud of. Normally, our stat of the week is about some ridiculously obscure uh, thing that happened in Fantasy Premier League at the weekend. Nothing happened in Fantasy Premier League this weekend. So uh, I don't know how I've noticed this. It's just something that sort of flagged up in my own mind. This is episode 15 of waiting on a bonus point, which means we can now officially say that we have been on the air longer than Joss Whedon's classic science fiction programme, Firefly, which famously cancelled after 14 episodes. Despite being one of the most popular TV shows of the modern era, we have now been longer running than that show. So how do you feel, guys? That we've well, I don't think our bank balance is probably quite as big as his, though. That was your moment to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm delighted to be part of this programme, you know... Say something nice. Good. We said this is the highlight of our week, pretty much. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, this, we, we have a lot of fun this. doing this. It is really good fun. I mean, we get good feedback on all accounts, and, yeah. and we all have a laugh when we're not eating things and drinking things. I'll <sighs> be back next week. And losing Before quizzes. Back next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, because we do actually have some action this week, we can actually finally plug some interesting content on the website. Um, today, uh, we've, or rather yesterday, because you've listened to this on Wednesday, we've uh, done a roundup of the international break. All of the important things that have happened, people who've got injured, people who've scored goals, got assists, etc. Everything you need to know about how your team's been affected for next week. Uh, we'll have all of the uh, content on who to sign, who to captain, a couple of differential options as well. And we're going to try and second guess the Manchester City starting eleven again. I'm, I'm one for one on that. I got it perfect uh, the first week I tried it. Then the week after I suggested they might play 3-5-2 against Arsenal and, and they didn't. But it's always worth having a look to see you know, who might play. So that'll be on the website as well. Um, Jack, as ever, you, I know you'd love to ask people for um, for forfeit suggestions. Have you come up with any more for next week? Well, no, hopefully I will have to, though, because I don't want to be doing it. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass the gauntlet over to whichever one of you uh, doesn't have to do it, and you can decide. <laughs> I'm coming to a... There's only so many chilli products I can buy. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, and as ever, if you're listening to this and you've got a particularly horrible forfeit that does not involve scorpions or spiders, definitely tell us about it. <laughs> 
and uh, we'll see you next week thank you for listening to waiting on the bonus points we're always happy to help you out with your fbl team so if you have any questions for our panel follow or tweet us at fbl underscore herald Ben jij prijsbewust? Nu extra MB's bij MijnSim Only. Voor 12,50 per maand, onbeperkte minuten of sms'jes en 3500 MB 4G internet tijdens de Ben Prijsbewust Weken. Kijk op ben.nl.